WNYC Studios is supported by Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Hey, Lulu here. Whether we are romping through science, music, politics, technology, or feelings, we seek to leave you seeing the world anew. Radiolab adventures right on the edge of what we think we know, wherever you get podcasts. Welcome to NYC Now, your source for local news in and around New York City from WNYC. It's Friday, December 1st. Here's the midday news from Tiffany Hansen. A vote appears to have come in on the move to expel Representative George Santos from Congress. The embattled Republican, of course, represents parts of Long Island and Queens. We have WNYC's Bridget Bergen with us to talk about this breaking news. Good morning, Bridget. Hey, Tiffany. All right. So first of all, let's talk about this vote. What happened? Well, this is a vote on a resolution that was introduced shortly after the Ethics Committee report, which was just a scathing list of evidence that George Santos had misused campaign funds, had violated House ethics rules, was released just before Thanksgiving. Uh, the Republican chair of the House Ethics Committee, Michael Guest, had introduced this resolution just the day after the report was published. And then yesterday, a resolution, this resolution was debated. It was brought to the floor by Long Island Congressman Anthony D'Esposito. Uh, there was a, a lengthy debate between members who were calling for Santos's expulsion and a handful of those who were opposing it. And then the resolution was tabled for a vote this morning. There was no debate this morning. There was just a vote and that resolution passed, making George Santos the sixth member of Congress in history to be expelled from the body. Well, you mentioned that Ethics Committee report. Bridget, I'm wondering, do you have any sense how it actually affected the vote? I mean, obviously he was expelled this time as opposed to previous attempts, but do you have any other sense that there was real movement? Well, absolutely. I mean, we have a sense that the numbers increase significantly right. among Democrats and Republicans. The charges in that ethics report were truly scathing, and to have the the charge to expel Congressman Santos really led by the chair of the Ethics Committee, Michael Guest of, of Mississippi, uh, who made a, a strong case on the House floor yesterday that not only was it the series of mistruths that uh, Santos has both admitted to some of which and also those that have been debunked in many reports over the past 11 months while he was in Congress, that it was also the fact that he had an opportunity to respond to the Ethics Committee and he chose not to. And so Michael Guest said that uh, Congressman Santos was given the due process that he deserved. He refused to participate fully in that process and that members of Congress should be held to a higher standard. Bridget, um, are you able to see yet how the members of our local congressional delegation voted? Uh, looks like the vote was fairly overwhelming, though there was a decent number of Republicans that did not vote to expel him. I believe Speaker of the House Mike, Mike Johnson voted against expulsion. <laughs> Confirm that for me if you know. But yeah. any of our local uh, members from 
New York or New Jersey or nearby Connecticut, did any of them vote against expulsion, if you know? So what we know is that all of the House leadership, which includes New York Representative Elise Stefanik, voted against expulsion. However, I don't know the breakdown of all of our local members, but we know that going into the vote, that many of the members who had said they opposed expulsion previously were going to vote in favor of it. So that includes people like Congressmember Nicole Meliotakis, who in the past had said that she would not vote to expel Santos. She had said going into this vote that she would support expelling Congressman Santos. We also know that this expulsion measure was brought by many New York members, particularly freshman members, who really were feeling a drag on their district, on their uh, the re-election campaigns in 2024, having the Santos scandals just hanging over their head. As I mentioned, Congressman D'Esposito was one of the loudest voices in this fight, but he was joined on the floor yesterday by Nick LaLota, Michael Lawler, Mark Molinaro. So many of these freshman members who were feeling particularly vulnerable and saw Santos as a drag on their ability to run in the upcoming election. They were among the most vocal calling for his expulsion. Bridget, I'm curious. We, I'm assuming we haven't heard yet from George Santos, have we? We, at this point, we haven't heard. We, uh, Congressman Santos was on the floor during the vote. Uh-huh. Um, when the vote passed, he could be. You could see him walking and shaking hands with some of the members who had supported him and some of the members who had called for his expulsion. Um, I think we will hear probably very soon some additional comments. But up until yesterday, he had been adamant that he would not resign and he wanted to force members to vote on this measure. House Speaker um, Mike Johnson had expressed reservations about this and did vote against. Uh, We talked about this on yesterday's show because he didn't want to set the standard of easy expulsion from Congress. The only people who have been expelled in the past were three during the Civil War period who were sympathetic to the Confederacy and two in the last 50 years who have actually been convicted of bribery um, and other crimes. Santos has only been criminally charged, not convicted, even though the Ethics Committee found that he did, you know, so many things that that were lies. Um, So that's just something to note for the future, whether there's going to potentially be now a rush by either party when they're in power to try to expel members who they will say the public should disapprove of. And, you know, we'll see long term whether that's a dangerous precedent that got set today. Uh, No way to know that now. But Bridget, the race is on, right? The sweepstakes sweepstakes begin. (laughs) Any idea when there will be a special election or uh, yet who the leading candidates are, Democrat or Republican? Well, we have a little information on that. We know that, um, you know, if, if for those who were listening into the vote live from the House floor, um, Speaker Mike Johnson said they will now go ahead and notify the governor of the state of New York. That's, of course, Governor Kathy Hochul, who will now have to set the date for a special election. She has to issue a proclamation within 10 days, and then she will set a date for a special election uh, that has to fall more than 70 days and less than 80 days from when that proclamation is issued. So if you kind of do the the back of the napkin math, that looks like a special election around mid-February. There are several candidates who have already filed notices of their candidacy. Uh, Jay Jacobs, the head of the state Democratic Party, has told me yesterday that 
you know, he, along with the chair of the N.J. Jacobs, I should note, is also the chair of the Nassau County Democrats and the state Democratic Party. But he will be working alongside Governor Hochul, House Democratic leader Hakeem Jeffries, and then, of course, the Queens County G- uh, Democratic leader Greg Meeks, two screen candidates. That screening panel may be taking place as early as this afternoon. Um, Tom Swazi, the former congressman from the 3rd Congressional District, is someone who's already said he will run for this seat and has the potential for, you know, picking up a lot of support. Some of the candidates who had been planning to run, uh, Josh Lafazan, a Nassau County legislator, and Zach Malamed, both have already dropped out of the race and thrown their support behind Swazi. However, former New York State Senator Anna Kaplan is also in the race. She's got about a million dollars that she's raised so far. And so she could be another contender in a, as a potential Democratic candidate. On the Republican side, that will be a decision, again, among the county party leaders. So that's Joe Cairo from the Nassau County Republican Party and then the Queens Republican Party. They will put their heads together and come up with some candidates. Again, already some candidates who have entered the race. Um, there is former NYPD detective Michael Sapraconi, an Army vet and businessman, Kellen Curry. And another name that's getting some mention is a Nassau County legislator, Mazi Melissa Pillip. So we'll see. But I think very soon, to your point, Brian, these parties want to get organized. They want to get themselves behind a candidate because this special election is going to move very quickly. That's WNYC's Bridget Bergen. Hey, Bridget, thanks so much for your time this morning. Thank you. Thanks for listening. This is NYC Now from WNYC. Be sure to catch us every weekday, three times a day, for your top news headlines and occasional deep dives. And subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We'll be back this evening 